Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome back to another episode of the Scobro Show. This is Behind the Steel Curtain Editor Dave Schofield coming at you. It's Tuesday night. It's it's after 9 o'clock this week. It's my fault. I had a meeting tonight. I was running late, hustling in, trying to get in here to spend some time with me. As always, I love spending time with my big brother, Rich. Big bro, how you doing tonight? Hey, BTSC fans, Steeler fans. It's the bros. <laughs> We're here. With the last name Sco. Yeah. About to do a show. Happy, what do you know? <laughs> what do you know? Go to eat some hay and make things out of clay. What do you say? <laughs> Sorry. Um like I said, it's my fault. We're starting a little bit later tonight. I, I had a meeting right a little bit late. Big bro was very patient for me. But you know what? I was really struggling. I didn't. I didn't know if there was really anything going on around the NFL that we could even possibly mention. Yeah, it, it's, it was it's, a it's, slow, just, it's just so dead. Slow day today. <laughs> My goodness, it, it was. Well, with the deadline for the for the franchise tag, I thought at one point, like, should I write an article about that the Steelers didn't use the franchise tag? No real Steelers fan felt that the Steelers were going to use the franchise tag. They had no player they were going to lose that was worthy of the amount of money it would cost to keep them. Players of that caliber for the Steelers, like a TJ Watt, like a Cam Hayward, like a Mickey Fitzpatrick, they're all under contract. So that wasn't really going to be an issue. Some people are like, well, what about Juju? 17, 18 million dollars for a wide receiver? Nah, that don't, yeah. I don't see that going on. So that was one thing. So I'm paying attention to the news around the NFL today. And then all of a sudden, Everyone that was all on the Aaron Rodgers might be coming to the Steelers hype train. Boy, that was shot down, wasn't it? It's pretty good. Um, Rodgers, Rodgers says that the that that might not be the numbers of the contract. Who cares? He confirmed that you know he's going back to Green Bay. Um, then, of course, it it didn't take ten seconds for that news to come out, and then Steeler fans are, well, is Jordan Love available? <laughs> So, uh, you know, it, it, it is, that's what happens when your hall of fame quarterback retires, I guess, for the Steelers, but, uh, Oh, uh, Oh, Oh, number 12 didn't get to have the spotlight on him all day. Did he rich? Uh, no, he did not. For those of you that think the Steelers should be in the trade market for a quarterback, we learned a little bit today of what that kind of trade market looks like. And I am so glad we didn't pull a deal off like that. Yeah. Yes. In case you're wondering what the deal was, in, in case you've been living under, I don't know if you're living under a rock, maybe you you don't even um, talk hey, about no, football. No, no, no. We're going to look at a positive. They get all their news from, from PTSC and the Scobro show. <laughs> yes. So this is one that is, was a little bit crazy, and that was that Russell Wilson was traded away from Seattle. He was traded to the Denver Broncos. Um, in along with a fourth round draft pick this season, so it's Russell Wilson and a fourth round draft pick for da, 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 Denver's first round draft pick this year. That's number nine overall. Just say so you know. Denver's second round draft pick, which they I think they had more than one, but it was the one that was their original one. It's number forty. Their first and second round draft picks next season. And Drew Locke, and who's the defense? Sheldon Richardson is that the name of the defensive lineman? Did I get that right? 
Oh, I don't remember who it was. And tight end, no offense. So that, it's so funny because people were already listed. Oh, I bet you look at these receivers in tight end with you know, with uh, Jerry Judy and blah, 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 and Noah Fant. And then all of a sudden you find out that Fant was part of the deal to actually get Wilson. So that was, that's, that's crazy. Yeah, hold on. It was Drew Locke, Noah Fant, and Shelby Harris. Shelby Harris. Why, why does Shelby Richardson come from? Where uh, I was from? wondering what in the world you were talking about. I don't about, even know. Who, I don't, I, who is that? I, I knew it was a defensive lineman and a good one. And I know it started with an SH of the first name. Oh, that's, and you for, you forgot <laughs> and you forgot a draft pick. Did I said the first and second this year, first and second next year. Oh, and the fourth that they got was in exchange oh. for um, this year's fourth. That's that Seattle sent was in exchange for Denver's fifth. Yep. Yeah. So they did all that. And people are like, wow. Well, yeah, the Steelers weren't going to be in on any of that action. Nope. And the thing is, if the Steelers wanted a quarterback that bad, they probably would have been content staying at the number nine pick, which the Broncos had and gave up along with all this other stuff. So yeah, they that was that was a lot. And Russell Wilson's only under under contract for two more seasons. He's for for 2022 and 2023. So that's what it kind of takes. I know a lot of people are like, oh, oh, Jimmy G, he's the best one out there now to trade for cousins or look at what it takes to trade for a quarterback. I don't know that I'd want to give up anything higher than a third round pick for the Steelers this year. What do you think, Rich? For um, anything. But- no, like it just shocked the daylights out of me a couple of years ago when we traded a first and got Mika Fitzpatrick. Yeah, you know, um, because that's typically just not the Steelers' way of doing things. So, yeah. uh, you know, th- there's no there's nobody out there that I would be willing to give up a whole lot for right now. Um. I just wouldn't do it. And if they were worth it, do you want to give up that much? Yeah. I mean, the the problem is if you're a team that I guess the Denver Broncos really felt that they're just a quarterback away from being ultra competitive. Because if by if they feel that way, they went out and got them. Now, that's why some people were suggesting, hey, the Steelers have too many holes to fill this year. Let's try to fill all the holes this year. Then next year, if you're looking at a situation where you can do something like that, which still, that does not sound like the Steelers organization. And Jeff Hartman talks about this a lot, where Art Rooney, he was really, really torn over giving up a first-round draft pick for Micah Fitzpatrick because that's how much the Steelers covet them. Could you imagine them giving up a first, a second, and a first, and a second? No. 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 That's just not – doesn't seem – I know there are fans out there, would, a lot of them would love it. There are fans out there that are probably more into Madden or fantasy football than they are understanding how the Pittsburgh Steelers organization operates. And that's okay. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. But you have to understand that those aren't the kind of things that they, that they pull. Even when you look back at that Micah Fitzpatrick trade, that was a huge deal that they did that. Mm-hmm. And they, they gave up their first – and all the other things, the the other picks that went along with it were swaps. So they only lost one overall draft pick in that trade. And they got Minka Fitzpatrick. So 
for for people that really think that the Steelers have to address that quarterback position, and they're like, oh, I'll be so disappointed in Mason Rudolph, blah, blah, blah. You know what? I'm going to talk a little bit about Mason Rudolph on Stat Geek this, this week. It's a question that I was asked about comparing him uh, to someone else. So I'm still diving into some of the numbers, but I know sometimes it's just a feeling. How many – I think these are people that haven't been Steeler fans pre-Ben Roethlisberger. I think people that have been around longer understand that you can't go right from one to the next – very easily. And you can still, you can still go to Super Bowls with the Neil O'Donnell. But the thing is, people think Joe Burrow is fantastic. He went to the Super Bowl, but he didn't win one. Look at all the good quarterbacks in the NFL that's never made a Super Bowl or only made it to one and didn't win. Or only, I mean, Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers, both of them today, the big quarterbacks out there, they're the, the best the league has to offer, other than a couple of the younger guys. They've each won one. Right? Yeah. I'm right. Wilson's only won one, right? Correct. Last one. I remember that. Um, so it's even you could get the third best quarterback in the NFL and still not come close to sniffing a Super Bowl. I mean, the Packers haven't made it to the back to the Super Bowl since they played the Steelers, and they've had Aaron Rodgers that whole time. So uh, just something to remember. It show if anything, it showed today the cost of what it takes to do that kind of business. Whew. Makes okay. you really makes you really happy that the Steelers got Ben Roethlisberger without having to trade up to get him when they did. Yes, um, that that that's a huge thing. So we've talked about that enough. We're ready to talk defense, free agency. Now defense, defense. Oh, did sorry. you happen to catch? I'll be honest with you. I can't remember if it was this week's or last week's because I actually listened to both of them today because I missed the last one. Uh, Jeffrey Benedicts. From the cutting room floor, he talked about the Steelers and their philosophy in free agency, and he really did a good job kind of summing up what we talked about two weeks ago, and that is they fill the holes in free agency so they have more freedom in the draft. Yes. They couldn't do it last year because of the the, the, the sucky cap situation, but that's generally what they try to do. I'm going to ask you another question, bro. Uh, okay. when was it? I think it was over the weekend. Yeah, because it was based on my Stat Geek podcast. I wrote an article for BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. And I talked about it on my Stat Geek uh, podcast last week, which is Thursday morning, part of our AM lineup, where you can also hear Let's Ride on Monday, Wednesday, Fridays. You could also hear Jeff um, Michael Beck's live mic. Um, then we have the noon lineup where I've ta- already mentioned Jeffrey Benedict's cutting room floor. That's when you get Yins talking about. You're getting the your draft fix from uh, from Jeremy and Andrew. Um, the YouTube shows everything. We've got so much to offer. If you're not sure, just go check it out. If even if this isn't your cup of tea, you're going to find something that is. But in my in this article, I talked about how unbalanced the Steeler spending is right now going into 2022. I don't know if you caught this, but compared to the rest of the NFL right now, the Steelers are dead last in spending on offense and second in defense. It's, it's a three to one ratio in their spending right now. Yeah. So when we talk about defensive free agents, my question to you is, 
should the Steelers be investing big money in defensive players when it when it comes around next week? Depends. <laughs> All right, Dave, answer. <laughs> Explain. To me, it depends on if they see any value in in spending more on the offense. If they do, I expect to see them spend some more on the offense than on the defense. Mm-hmm. Okay. But if the value is not there to spend on the offense, then they will spend on the defense. Then you just try to crush it with D. Yes. Yeah. Something that I talked about on, on my podcast is going, I could only go back to 2013. That's all the further over the cap went back based on their positional spending. Every Super Bowl champion from 2013 on, and it could even be further, has spent more money on offense than on defense when it comes to the, what's allotted from the salary cap. So the Steelers have no chance of doing that because they are already well over 50% of what the salary cap could. They would have to start cutting people like crazy, and they're just not going to do that. So to me, I feel like if the Steelers want to make a splash signing, offense – personally, I'd like it to be offensive line, seems to have the most appeal because they're spending so little on their offense. Correct. But sometimes you just have to look at it as who can you get and how much money do you have left? Right. So. And we would have to pay this guy this much money. Do we think he's really worth that much money? Exactly. Exactly. So what we did, I'm trying to remember how we did this last week. Um, that we first thing we did is we looked at all right, who are the Steelers free agents on on offense? And we said about, you know, are they going to bring him out? And we did it by position. You you ready to hop into that here real quick to see if there's anyone um to to bring back? Let's go to her. Do you want to start at I towards don't care. the line of scrimmage Start. or furthest away? I don't care. Just pick and let's move. Towards the line of scrimmage. Let's go defensive line. Okay. The only the only unrestricted free agent on the defensive line that the Steelers have is Montrevis Adams or Montrevious Adams. Uh, technically, they have an exclusive rights with Demarcus Christmas, who was spent the whole last season injured. They'll probably keep him around. So, but other than that, the big question of the defensive line was Stefan Tuitt. Do you feel we got a little bit of good news last week with it when it came to the comments by Kevin Colbert during the, yes, the calm down? I, I do, but I'd like to hear some more good news on yeah. stuff onto it. Exactly. It's like, oh, it's good to hear that it's good and not bad, but it's almost one of those, I'll believe it when I see it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So to me, Rich, Montrevious Adams, you keeping him around? If the price is right. Yeah, and I don't think the. the I thought price would I be thought I thought he played pretty. I thought he played pretty well for us. Yeah, um, and if the price is right, I'd consider bringing him back. And if you're adding, if you're bringing back um, Tyson Alualu and Stefan Tuitt into the mix for playing time, he's just that just puts him in Wormley and Loudermilk <clears throat> as rotational pieces, and you're going to have other guys. I mean, there's still people that really want a defensive lineman in the first round. They really like. Uh, Davis out of Georgia or someone like that. But if all these people are back, you're you're you've got a lot there. You you do. But that's also assuming that you have Alu Alu into it, and your defensive line. If they are back, they're still getting old, right? So I could see them 
up, you know, if they can fill in all, all the holes in free agency, I could see defensive line as being a high draft pick if you're trying to draft for beyond 2022, like they often try to do. Is that fair? Yep. Okay, so that's draft. So do you think the Steelers are going to go out and sign any external free agents on the defensive line? No. I'd be surprised if they did as well. Yeah. Really unless unless they know unless they find something out yeah. and um I mean other than coming back minimum not really changing anything on the salary cap if they think they can bring someone to camp um I don't know that they bring in anybody that would that you know would be guaranteed to hold a roster spot from free agency so okay so so we have that let's go ahead and hit the outside linebackers slash edge rushers um the the Steelers the free agents that the Steelers have there is one taco Charlton. Um, I'm trying to see if there's was another one here. I think that's it because Tuska technically is still under contract. Um, and then of course the the two main players. Um, are you bringing back Taco? Um, yeah, I probably would look to try to bring back Taco on another very team friendly deal. I like his yeah. height. I, I, I because when you uh-huh. bring him into the rotation, I like his height because it's so different. Yeah. than our other rushers. So he's a totally different rusher than the other one. So it kind of changes things a little bit. So yeah. I would, I mean, some people are like, oh, like Evgeny Crosby says two years, two million. I'd bring him back for the vet minimum if he would do it because that even, you pay him money, but it even counts less than that on the salary cap. Um, just the way that works, that whole veteran thing. So that would be an advantage of doing that is because you could give him more money and have him count less on the cap. Um, but to me, if you bring Charlton back, other than maybe a, a later round draft pick or, or a smaller free agent, do you feel like they're all right at that position? Yeah, I do. Yeah. So um, if they don't bring back taco, they're going to have to at least address it. I, to me, you know, you're going to get at least one undrafted free agent that's an outside linebacker by the Pittsburgh Steelers. So you know you're going to at least going to get that. So, but you, any any other free agent? You think that's a free agent move other than Taco or something of that it. level? Yeah, doubt I it. Think, I agree. Something of either either him or someone else about the same level is what I would say. Now we get into the some some of the fun stuff when we talk about inside linebacker. Yeah, okay, inside linebacker. Let's see. Well, they have they have. Um, Oh, what's his name? Killebrew listed as a linebacker, but he's not. He's a safety, so we'll, yeah. we'll hold off on him. Yep. But you have both Robert Spillane and Marcus Allen as restricted free agents. I don't see the Steelers offering them the tender uh, that's going to cost more than, you know, like two and a half million dollars for the year, either one of them. Do you see that happening? No, I don't. But do you see them maybe signing them? To see, like last year, Ray Ray was a restricted free agent, and they signed him for a better deal. You know, I think it was Ray Ray, or it was you know, or some of some other guys like that that restrict. They didn't offer the tender, but they signed them back anyway. I I could see that because right now it's Bush and it's still Schobert. I know a lot of people are ready to kick him to the curb and save the seven plus million dollars, but you got to have other people there in order to do that. So, um, and then you've got Buddy Johnson in the mix there coming off of IR. But would you, would you still try to sign either Marcus Allen or Robert Spillane, even if they're not tendered? Mm, not necessarily. 
depends yeah. on what else I could do. Yeah. There's some interesting names of former New England Patriots that might want to play for Brian Flores again, perhaps maybe that I know some people are interested in. I know uh, the the team in the Pacific Northwest that just traded away their quarterback just uh, informed their inside linebacker that he will not be with the team next year in one Bobby Wagner. Um, there's some interesting names out there floating there around. Are. So is that a position that you could see them addressing in free agency? Yes. I do too. I think they could. I, think I don't know could. if it'll be a huge splash, but I think, let's just say this. It could be a huge splash, but I wouldn't expect one. Fair? Fair. Fair? Okay. I would expect a, a, a middle-of-the-road splash. Yeah. So, and I would, I mean, I don't know that they can have Joe Schobert play for the, for the base salary he's supposed to make next year. I, I, I mean, just don't see it. They could restructure him, but why would you to make him count less on the cap? But would you really want to push more money into the future? And it, I mean, that one's that one's tricky. Um, to me, I almost felt like Schobert. People thought, oh, they brought Schobert in to play next to Bush. I almost felt like Schobert was brought in in case Bush wasn't fully recovered, and neither and Schobert didn't show to be any any better than a than an eighty percent to 90% Devin Bush. Right. You know, I mean, I don't really know what, what that the Steelers were really thinking about having them play the way they did. I, I don't really know that. I liked the move at the time, but it just didn't, I don't know what their goal was. I really don't. So I don't know what their goal is for next season. I really, I, I'm, I'm kind of torn because I'll take 30 seconds. To say this. We've got to be really, really careful that a lot of fan narratives don't turn into, well, the Steelers are doing this. Right. So many fans have saying Schobert's going to be cut. The Steelers have given no indication no, that that's going to happen. So many, you know. Now, now yeah. I, I, again, but I don't blame people for saying it because you look at what he would cost on the, on the cap and you're just mm -hmm. like, would they really? You know, you're like me. Would they really? But until they do something. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, I, I think you're going to see something different at that position. I just, I, I'm not really sure what and how. Um, It might get to a point where some of these other names go away and Joe Schubert's the best name they have out there, which, which with Steeler fans are like, but we saw what he can do. We, you know, I don't know. At the this is one of those situations where I'm glad the Steelers know more, have more inside information than I do because that's a tough one, right? So, but to me, the last three are all tough ones because then we move to cornerback. Anything else you want to say about inside linebacker? Are you ready for corner? Uh, bring on the corner, yeah. And Steel Dog, I I see you have a super chat, but I was trying to 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 hold it here for a little bit as we get through some of this stuff. Um, cornerback, free agents, Joe Hayden. Akella Witherspoon, Arthur Millett. Um, and I think that's it for strictly corners. Are you trying to bring anybody back? Um, probably my first one I'm looking to bring back is Spoon. Mm -hmm. um, you know, would I bring Joe back? Man, it'd be, it better be a really, really nice. Not anywhere friendly. close to what he 
made last year, right? Correct. Exactly. Yeah. It'd have to be a really, really, really team-friendly deal. What was he, like top five or top three paid cornerbacks in the league last year? Something like, like that. It was up there. Yep. So, because I know the Steelers with their team spending last year on on cornerback, they were up there pretty good. You know, they were hold on, they were sixth in the in, in the NFL in spending on cornerback. And they had that um, this is salary cap space. And they had Cam Sutton on a cheaper first deal with void years that they signed him back. And everyone else on rookie deals or minimum deals. So I mean, that's that's how much the Joe Hayden factor came into the to the salary last year. Right. So I mean, love me some Joe Hayden. I mean, but the one thing the Steelers can't afford to do right now that they sometimes get accused of doing is paying guys more money than what they're worth at the end of their career that has been with the Steelers for a while. So, yeah, that is that that's the big concern, right? It it sure is. Yeah. If you get him cheap, fine. If not, let him go. And I have a feeling that somebody else is going to pay him more than what the Steelers are willing to do. Yep. I have a feeling as well. Yeah. And if I see him playing really well for someone else, I'm going to be bummed that he still had more left in the tank. But if that's not the case, then that's not the case. So you said spoon. What about someone like Mallette with the, in the, in the, uh, you know, as a, he played the nickel and various other things there. It, it's always an option to me. Again, I think it would depend on exactly what you're looking to do with mm-hmm. outside free agents. Yeah, but I mean, he, just last year he was he was a he was a veteran minimum guy. That's what he if came he wants in at. to come back at a veteran minimum guy again. Then yeah, by all means, bring him back. Absolutely, and say we, you know, you know what you're doing here. You know how it works. This is what we can do for you. If the Steelers feel like he fits what they want to do, and someone like that, I don't. I think they might test something here. Do you think? cornerback is one of those positions where they could bring somebody in as a free agent possible i think they'll bring in a free agent at corner the question is what tier of free agent right. are they bringing in at corner yeah. you know would you be shocked if corner is the big position that they spend money on in free agency i would not be would you be shocked if they didn't really do much of anything other than a minimum guy I would not be shocked at that as well. <laughs> Same here. That's how I feel. I feel like they could go big or they could. No. They could go big. And if they go big, then you're not going to see them go mm-hmm. much after corner in the draft. But yeah. if they don't go big, then it's look for them to maybe try to get a decent corner. Yeah. Now, remember, so. the Steelers have one first-round draft pick. And they're like, oh, they should grab a lineman. Oh, they should grab a defensive lineman. Oh, they should grab a corner. Oh, it should be a quarterback. They only got one. So what they're going to do is they're going to address these things and they're going to try to fill out everything they can and use the draft to upgrade. So anything else you want to say about corner? Nope. Go on to safety. Let's go to safety and then we'll get the steel dogs question. Safety. The players that they, that are free agents. You have Terrell Edmonds, Miles Killebrew. And I think that's it because they only had four last year and they still, so they still have Fitzpatrick and Norwood. So mm-hmm. both of their quote unquote, strong safeties, free agents. 
Rich, do you do you think they bring either of those guys back? Oh, I'd love to see him bring bring both, mainly because I love Killebrew on special teams. Mm-hmm. Um, I I, th- I think you get Terrell Edmonds. He doesn't break the bank. We know what we get with him. Um, I think he works very well with Mega Fitzpatrick. Mm-hmm. Um, I really would honestly, I'd try to keep them both. Yeah. Yeah. So, so would I, I, I like miles Killebrew as the, I mean, come on, the, the dude blocked two punts last year, you know, and, and he, he could come in and fill in for you and um, can give you things. spot duty. Yes, yeah. sir. I but, mean, I mean, you don't he, sign him to start, right? He, he is the definition of, of of that backup guy who can who can play in spots and be a special team leader. Yeah, I just look back at you know I'm trying to check here because I'm holding Steel Dogs questions, so I'm looking on my phone at some of the stuff coming up um, in the live chat, and so many people that were that want to see Edmund stay. Just think of all the people that wanted him cut two years ago, and we're like. You don't cut a guy on his rookie contract that's a first-round pick that's starting for you. They just said, oh, he's terrible. He needs to be cut. Right. Well, first of all, first thing you the first step is to have him be benched. And he wasn't even benched because he was always better than ev- everyone's options. And- but he, he just wasn't the player they expected. He's not a Troy Palomalu, but he's very good at what he does. Right. And to me... The Steelers made the correct move. They didn't pick up the fifth-year option. That was the right move. Yeah. Okay, because he's not worth what that money would be. But he is a very solid NFL safety. Yeah, and especially when they had to lock him in before last year. And last year was just even a better year. I would – I. so the question is, are they going to sign a free agent safety? Of theirs, I th- I think they sign their two back, and that's all would, they need. I would absolutely love that. I would if there's one, if there's one player that they sign back, you know. But I don't want to say that yet because that's <laughs> you know that's someone I'd really be leaning towards on the defense. Okay, is to get him back. Now, are you going to pay him P- Mika Fitzpatrick money? No. Oh. And the problem is, if he wants more money than that, you have to remember, the dude did not expect to be a first-round draft pick. And the Steelers thought enough about him to take him in the first round. Part of you've got to be thinking, this team values me more than what everyone else said I should have been valued. So the grass might not be greener on the other side for Edmonds. Um, unless other teams really like, oh man, we, you know, maybe that's something we should have done. So I'm going to go ahead and bring up Steel Dog's question here so I can finally move on. Steel Dog okay. 88, $5 in the tip jar. Thank you so much. Says if the Steelers sign a splash player in free agency on defense, who would you want? Name me some corners and that's who yeah. I'd want. Well, there's what's JC Jackson from, yeah. from New England. Th- th- I mean, I'm sorry. If the Steelers signed him, you'd be like, that would be amazing yep but wait until he signs and you see you know are we going to have a russell wilson moment if you weren't here for the beginning of the show where we talked about the trade for russell wilson when it was like holy crap that was expensive if jc jackson signs with someone else and you're like holy cow no wonder the steelers couldn't get him 
Right. If he exactly. signs for not very much, I'll be ticked that the Steelers weren't in the running. You know what I mean? Because yes. he didn't get tagged. He didn't get tagged today. Some people thought he'd be tagged. So, but I think he's too much money. Um, but man, if they could, if they could pull off something, uh, that that would be interesting. Um, we mentioned some stuff at inside linebacker. And, it, and to me, if you're going to have an inside linebacker, it would be it would be very Joe Schoberty, if you know what I mean. Someone that you know, someone that's played well in the past, someone that you hope still is continuing to play well. But someone else might have said, "Yeah, we're kind of kind of done with you." But maybe you can pull another James Ferrier. Dad talked about that on his on his new show that he ran on Sunday mornings this week and talked about James Ferrier with that. I would love it. I would love that kind of signing it inside linebacker, wouldn't you? I would be okay with it. Yeah. So now this was on defense. So a lot of people were talking offense. We spent a whole lot of time on offense last week, didn't we? Mm-hmm. So so we yeah. Did. So so you've got guys I know like you like the like the former Patriots like How Hightower and Van Noy. Then we already mentioned like Bobby Wagner was released. It all depends what these guys are going to be looking at on the open market. There's going to be players that you say, "Gee, I hope the Steelers can sign them," and then you're, and then they're, they're not going to sign them all. Between some of the offensive linemen that they're out there, they're, oh, that would be nice. Um, I still think if you're going to sign anyone, it's going to be the linemen. Kevin Colbert even alluded to it that, man, they didn't, they should have done more to bring in a a veteran offensive lineman last year. So the fact that he said that this year about last year, he's got to be thinking that for this year. So. But there's not going to be you can't you're not going to be able to do big name people for it all, and there's going to be players signing with other teams that you're going to be like, oh dang, that's why the Steelers couldn't get them because they went for that much. So, um, anything else you want to say overall about the defense? No, you know, for for me, our biggest things in terms of our own guys are good are. I'd really like to see us keep keep the two safeties, um, and Taco. Yeah, to me those are to me those are the ones I'm really really worried about Adams. But yeah, we could maybe even survive without him. Do you feel like an awful lot of that defense is dependent on Stefan to it? It is. I mean, you. Wouldn't it be a tragedy to have a guy that's your third biggest salary cap hit not play for a second straight season? Oh, I mean, awful. I mean, and because he has so much dead money based on them adding a void year to his contract last year, um, one they added one or at least one or two. I can't remember how many they added. Remember he restructured. Um, They added three. I just clicked it. Man, oh man. Um, by by adding that, that just that just would really make it tough. So I really hope that he comes back and is excited and wants to play for the Steelers. And not only that, that he comes back, you know, rested and rejuvenated to a, and being at a level that what he was when he last took the field, right? Because that's ultimately what it comes down to. So, man, I I still can't get over that. Uh, when I when I look at the salary cap numbers, of if you recall me saying, who's who's the number one, who's the top salary cap hit for the Steelers offense? Oh right wait a minute, um, 
Shoot. I looked this up like last week. I saw this like last week, and now I can't remember who it was. Yeah. My age is catching up with me. Yeah. That that the that the the player taking up the most most of the salary cap space for the offense. And what's funny is it's not much because it's only just over six million dollars, is Zach Banner. Oh yeah. That's your highest salary cap investment on the offensive side of the ball for the Pittsburgh Steelers. That's why I feel like they've got to spend something there. They've got to do something just just to show that it's important. Right. Because if not, why would any you know you and you gotta start somewhere. So that is what it is. So um, anything else you want to say here about defensive free agency or anything here in general? Um, no. Um, uh, although I feel the defensive free, I said no, and then I was going to talk anyway. Oh, so, yeah, I'm pulling the Dave. Um, <laughs> yeah. Although I feel the defensive no, free agency. more of a bad to say you're not going to answer and yeah. then talk about it for 17 minutes. So, Although defensive free agency is important, I just think mm-hmm. there's so much more we need to do on the offensive side of the football. Yeah. We got a couple of important things we do need to address on the defensive side of the football, but overall it's just much less numbers wise. Yeah. So you're, you're right. And uh, I know a lot of people are saying that cause I brought up Zach Banner and they're like, Oh, he's going to be gone. He's going to be gone. Don't be so sure. Jeffrey Benedict talked about that I'm, in that same podcast I already referred to that he's saying, Kevin Colbert's saying we're, we're, we're looking to see what he can do next year. Now, does it mean he's going to be coming in at that same salary cap number with the contract that he has? Not necessarily. I could see them, you know, offering him another deal that's two years. It's going to really knock down that number for this year and then have it as a bigger number for the following year. If he can prove it for this year, doing yep. that again. So, um, or they're, but they've, they've done prove it deals with him so many times, eventually you're just going to have to stop trying to give him a chance to prove it. So, um, that'll be interesting, but this was defense tonight. Uh, this time next week, we might be talking about the Steelers. I read, do you think they've signed somebody who wasn't on the team last year by this time next week? Well, they can't officially sign them, but they have them lined up do you think the Steelers at least have one move in the first basically day and a half of the legal tampering period yeah I you know what I think we do I think we do too I, th- I think we're gonna be talking about a new Pittsburgh Steeler next week yeah Might only be one probably only one and I'd put it at 75 percent chance it's an offensive lineman that would I would I would Here's what's interesting. That's what I would like. That's why I'm thinking it's not going to happen. Because that's why it's 75% because I got to leave because I got to leave 25% out there that it's a big defensive name. So yeah. yeah. I mean and, and it very well could be. It could be. They could say we're going all in on the defense. They really could. And say, you know what? If our offense can only score 15 points, that's fine. We'll hold our opponents to 12. Tough to do in the NFL in this day and age, but they still have Trent Jordan Watt, so you got to remember that. So uh, it'll it'll be interesting. Um, you ready to do the final question? Let's roll. Okay, the final question. I got to remind everyone of the rules because I don't like putting people in timeout. Don't make me put you in timeout. But time I'll put you, you. timeout time for you. I will time out for you a timeout if you put your answer in before I say it's time for you to answer in the live chat because I want you to answer. 
Um, undistracted, I will answer undistracted. And then we bring it to you all so we can bring up your answers and not and, and everything else. You all know what this question is going to be. Because it's basically, some people tried to answer this question last week. It's what we asked last week for the offense. Rich, give me one name of a defensive player from the 2021 Pittsburgh Steelers that they re-sign for 2022, who's not currently under contract. Oh, for me, that one's easy. Um, for me, it is as well. And I might let you take that answer and I'll do a different one. Okay. Well, I'm going to take the easy one. Uh, okay. I'm taking Terrell, Ed- Terrell Edmonds. I, you know what? That is really what the answer is. That is the answer. But if I had to pick someone else, I'm going to go with Miles Kilbrough. Yeah. <laughs> so that's my other one. So guess what? I don't have to put anyone. Oh, I do. Oh, one person. One person. person barely one person beat me on Facebook. Come on. So that's really frustrating that people just can't follow the directions. So it's out there. It's in the chat. The answer, the, the question is there. We will bring them up. What's one player from the Steelers on the defensive side of the ball that they're going to bring back? See, there's another good one with the with uh, Brian Mizwa that says Witherspoon. Witherspoon. Okay. Yeah, I consider him too. Yes, I did. I did as well. Okay, Kathy Forage, she says Edmonds, uh, Kriakis, good to see Cree out there, Edmonds, Brad Jewett says Edmonds, um, the, I don't think Russ is answering the question if he is. No, nope, he was talking about something else, I think. So okay, Steel Dog 88 says Killebrew, okay, because sometimes the cheaper guys are the better bets, okay, what would be nice is if we're all right. Yeah. Wouldn't you say? Yeah. yeah. Okay, uh, Brian Brown says Adams, uh, Steelers Pittsburgh says Edmonds. You know, um, it's funny because I, I'd say, you know, Edmonds does is spelled with a U, but I know autocorrect gets that a lot of times. Uh, it gets me all yeah. the time. Um, Steeler Chick 46 says Edmonds. George OTJ says Edmonds. Um, <laughs> uh, no, Andrew, it's got to be someone who played on the Steelers last year. <laughs> um, it's because he said this third, third degree burns count. Um, he means Artie Burns, who I'm yes. sorry. Akilah Weatherspoon was one of the highest graded cornerbacks in the NFL over the last six games last season, but he was not as high as a grade as Artie Burns was over the last six weeks last year. He actually finished the year really, really strong. Uh, shockingly. Good for him, though. Um, love his story. George Teston says Killebrew. Um, Tyler W. I did, was wondering if everyone was going to say it. Tyler W. says Hayden. So he retires as a Steeler. Okay. Um, Sherry, I'm not reading yours because you said two. Um, <laughs> Mirna, I'm going to bring this up. You say Tuska. They don't have to. He's already under contract. Already under contract. Yep. Um, um, George, you're trying to squeeze in another one. Um, Clarence Washington says Witherspoon. Okay. Um, that uh, Tom Vallejo says Hope uh, Bartavius, the defensive lineman. That's Bartavius Adams. I almost mm-hmm. went with him. I almost did. Uh, Mike. Bongiorno. I screwed that one up. Um, he says Edmonds. Uh, Fraser Jerry says Witherspoon. Um, <laughs> Russ says, we're Steeler fans. We don't follow the directions well. Okay, we, we did pretty good this time, believe it or not. Uh, Richard Adamson said Witherspoon. Um, Russ then gave me his answer. He's going with Aiden. Aiden. Okay. 
Uh, BMK, Bully Mob Kettle says, Akello Weatherspoon. Love that. I that uh, um, I was going to say icon. What's it called? Avatar? I don't know yeah. whatever it is. His icon, whatever it is, looks great. For those of you listening on audio, sorry, it's got a Steelers logo and then a dog that has a tattoo of a Steelers logo. It's pretty cool. A cartoon dog. So I shouldn't say that. Um, Andrew Wilbar, he finally comes in and says Edmonds. Um, uh, that's funny, Steel Dog. Um, Jerry Cherry Band, he says Joe Hayden. Um, and if you did not check out Monday's Let's Ride with Jeff Hartman on our audio only, um, Jerry Cherry was his special guest on Monday. So if you didn't check that out, make sure you go. That was a that was a great show. Um, <laughs> uh, some people in here are just being funny. Um, so then Sherry Richard says that she only has to pick one because I wouldn't bring it up because it was two. She's going to pick Edmonds. Okay, that's a good choice. Okay, um, Jeff Stip, yes, yes, double P says Witherspoon. Okay. Um, and then Felicia, that I'm gonna bring it up just because it's funny. Hey, Felicia, she says, I guess we can't get Hilton back then, um, since he didn't play for us last year. He doesn't count in this category, and honestly, that would be tampering because he's uh under contract. So yep. um Larry Monek says Adams, that's Montrevious Adams. Um, and so does RR. And David Logan Logan says Edmonds. So um, and Todd, Todd Faraday is once again here, so he doesn't get fined. That's yes. what he says. Thank you, show. Todd. I hope you haven't gotten fined. <laughs> so uh, this was a lot of fun doing this tonight. I want to talk about actual free agency next week. I, I know. See that's, why so I wanted, that's why I want at least one thing to happen. Uh, yeah. So, you know, because I want to talk about something we know. I, exactly. And I know a lot of people are really in. Oh, Garrett Slingerland says Killebrew. All right, yep. thanks for bringing that up, Rich. Yep. Um, some people really get into the draft. I know Andrew Wilbar, he's our draft guy. He's, I mean, that's what got him with BTSC the first place with his mock drafts. Um, does a fantastic job with that. I know he's working on his mock draft 2.0. I'm excited for that one. Um, but what I like free agency, not so much that I dive into who's available. I love breaking down who the Steelers get. Yes. I don't want to go in and get my hopes up that they're going to get someone and then they don't. Like, I'm like, they're not getting Eric Ebron. They're not getting Derek Watt. They're not getting Stefan Wisniewski. I dismissed all three of them that same offseason. They got all three of them. Um, got a big props to bad for calling the Wisniewski one, even though that didn't work out. Um, but I love free agency because I think that's where the Steelers look to fill their needs first. So I see those guys as being an impact this year. And then I love to see free agency to see how they close up holes to then be able to have more freedom in the draft. That's really what I want more than anything is freedom in the draft. Yep. So next week, I'm hoping that's what we can talk about. Rich, what do you want to say to close us out here tonight? Uh, just thank everybody that was here and, and participating in our live chat tonight. I always love our live chat. We have one of the more active live chats. Yes, um, we do. We, I, I love it. Um, I, I know in looking at our live chat tonight, I can say this a lot of different people have a lot of different opinions, and that's okay. Just remember one thing when it's all said and done, no matter who we get or don't get or anything else, we're all still Steeler fans. Exactly. I'm still going to be out there every week 
rooting for the black and gold and wanting the guys that we sign to do well because the better they do, the better team the Pittsburgh Steelers will be. So remember that. Um, and really just, you know, keep your eyes and ears glued to BTSE, your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. And we will stay on top of any news that goes on this week because, you know, today ended up being a pretty big day. Um, don't be surprised, you know, just in the NFL in general, don't be surprised if there's a couple more days this this week that pop up with some pretty big news here and there. So stay tuned. We'll be there to get info out to everybody as quickly as we can. So, um, and next week, me, the little bro, who's yep. bigger than me, <laughs> we'll be back and hopefully we'll be talking about something that's going on from the, from the standpoint of the Steelers. Can't wait. Can't wait.